do it so much, build a resistance to it, and now in order to feel what my 15% was, you got to smoke like five blunts. That's crazy. And that's how people get on crack. Crack, exactly. Yeah. That's they, why That's why I argue when people say weed is not a gateway drug. It can be. It can be. It really can If you're be. addicted to that, if you're addicted to that feeling. The that, high. That high. The, the fucking, if you're, a, like, if you need that to get by in life, yeah, you're going to crack. Yeah, you could. You could. Everybody don't. Like, I mean, I haven't. <laughs> but I also see the. I see the issue with smoking weed. Because, mm-hmm. like, you remember that commercial when the girl was flat on the couch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> flat. Oh. Like, I realize, like, because certain weeds do different things, and people don't know it is yeah. indica and sativa, and they have different, you know, effects and blah, blah, blah. So sometimes there's a lot of people who would just be smoking, like, freaking wedding cake, we'll which is, up. like, to put you to sleep. We'll wake up at 5 and, like, be like, it was just 10 o'clock telling you and it's and and that's a struggle for people who have a struggle with addiction because if you're just somebody who's addicted by nature you know and then you start to get that feeling like when you first start getting high it'd be like wow this is either fun or super scary but either way you keep doing it yeah i couldn't have got away with this as a teenager no i don't think so either because i'm an adult now right pay my own bills make my own money no one can really tell me what to do. So the paranoia of I'm not supposed to be doing this doesn't exist. Now imagine if the paranoia of I'm not supposed to be doing this does exist. And I'm 16 trying to smoke. Or 7th grade, which was the first time I got introduced to weed. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would have been as focused as we were, for sure. Absolutely not. Like a lot of the stuff that we, we did. focus on anything if we could just go smoke? Yeah, we accomplished a <clears> lot. And I think I think it really is. For the most part, because we didn't start smoking weed. Like, didn't Lee Dale end up, like, kind of quitting chorus at one point? Like, stop coming? He was smoking, right? Shout out to Lee Dale. That's my nigga. But, um... There's a lot of people in the school who had potential to do something and didn't follow through with it because they... They started smoking weed. Yeah. I mean, maybe <clears throat> there's other things that led to that or that are involved with that, but the common denominator... Is they started smoking weed. Yeah. Or yeah. it could, it might not be. Who knows? It could just be they don't have drive. Yeah, that is true. But also, it would be we we'd be incorrect <clears throat> by not pointing out the people who are successful who do smoke weed that we know anyway. But that's what I'm saying. That's why you know the point was I couldn't have done this in high school. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have done this in high school because in high school it was different. Like you said, the paranoia would have been like like killer. And we. <laughs> we were silly. Why? Right. So we would have been funny as hell. The, the best, the best memory Times I 10. have about like weed or whatever. I came home one day. Alan was smoking. <clears throat> we was playing this uh, Chinese checkers. I think we was at um, somebody. I think it was at Alan's house smoking and playing Chinese checkers. I wasn't smoking or whatever. So mm-hmm. I come home one day, and my mom. Or I come home that night at like twelve. You know what I'm saying? Go to my room. My mom like, come here. Chris, you've been smoking weed, and I looked at dead in her eye, and I was like, "I'm going to tell you the truth, but the truth is going to sound like a lie." <laughs> so, I'm just going to tell you the truth because a lie wouldn't even sound like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "A lie would sound like my friends took my hoodie away and smoked in it a bunch, and then gave it back to me." Mm-hmm. That was what a lie would sound like. Yeah. The truth, 
is I was hanging out with my friends tonight and all of them were smoking except me. <laughs> That's the truth. She said, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I should have went with the lie. And she was like, Chris, so you mean to tell me all your friends were smoking and you was the only one who didn't smoke? And I was like, you raised a great son. <laughs> and I was like, if you don't want to believe that, then I don't, I don't know, know what to tell, tell you. you. But mm. you raised a very strong-willed son. And she like, Chris, get out of my face. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not lying. Because <laughs> I'm not. Your eyes was probably mad droopy, though. Because you get contact high. Contact high isn't a real thing. It slightly is. Contact high is not a real thing. And want to know how I know that? Because you've never been high because until you smoke until weed. Until I smoke weed. And right. then I was like, oh, <clears throat> this is different. This is significantly different. It's significantly different, but it's a, it's it is nowhere, a different breed, though. It's nowhere near the same. I know, but... I'm around people who are smoking or whatever, and I'm not smoking. I feel good. I feel chill. I feel relaxed. Yeah, you get that feeling. I'm not, like, out of my mind. Yeah, you're not zooted. You want to know? Do you want to fucking know? The thought that I had last night, I was having. So, first of all, I could freestyle my ass off when I'm high. All right, mm-hmm. let's just start there. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. I'm 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 amazing. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a skill. Because I just don't care about what I say, mm-hmm. and I just rhyme and I and I go with it. End up saying some cool, dope shit. But then I sometimes I'll have like thoughts <clears throat> that led to one of the thoughts that I had. I'm like, I wonder if this could be a psychology study. That's how deep it was. You want to know what the thought was? I will tell you what the thought was. Mm-hmm. The thought was, I wonder if you play a single note for someone. If you, you play a note for them, right? You play this one note, and you sustain it. And then you have someone else go, okay, now pick an, a note that you want to harmonize that with, right? So... Or they might pick, or et cetera, et cetera. Does the note that they pick to harmonize with, is that an indication of their personality? This is deep, man. You know what I'm saying, bro? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, Chris, what would you have to do to get that study done? (laughs) <laughs> Who do you know that can help with that? You need signatures, man. They need signatures you need and shit. Signatures. But, you need a movement. But what a the campaign. fuck am I even here for? <laughs> At a certain point, I'd get into the deep into the study. They're like, oh, Mr. Simmons, we found out that this is a correlation. And I'm just like, why am I here? What am I going to do with this? <laughs> what, what the fuck am I going to do with this? So that's why Joanne's a jackass. But it is a great question, though. Like, to people, like, it, it is, can you indicate personality types through music and harmony i'm sure you can yeah i'm i would i would okay so that's a theory right so i would be one to hypothesize that yes you can absolutely because there um there's like some people and i hate when they do this but they go yo i found the tritone i found the devil in the music Mm. And I I hate when people do that because I'm like, well, I don't even want the song because I don't like that y'all put such a curse on that, you know, on that harmonization of the tritone. But yeah, people who do that are sick and probably <laughs> serial killers because why do you even want to find that? I don't I don't understand what the obsession is. But yeah, so I don't know a personality thing. Yeah, because you could find like you know in the different scales, major, minor, and 
Like blues, you could tell a lot about people's personalities. Mm-hmm. Or at least their emotions at the time. Oh yeah, because you know, obviously music is like a you know, it can it can convey emotion. We yeah. all know that. That's yeah. not a profound thing. Right. But can it be an indicator of personality type? Like if someone picks a seventh over like a bass note or something like that, or they pick a minor or they pick something that is just like like certain harmonies, could it be like most people who pick this they could be maybe not even personality type, but at the moment feeling like what you could be feeling at the moment. Because I think personality is too deeply rooted to be just a yeah. That's like astrology. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> stop it. But I think personality, like to find a personality type based on <clears throat> just what a harmony someone picked, I think that's a bit of a stretch. But definitely mood. I feel like you could pick moods out based on what they what they what sounds best to them and now this is your thoughts while you was high highest yeah so you see how like you deep you expounding on that yeah 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 <laughs> but when i but the, the thing that was dope though was when i was sober oh, he missed it when i was sober i was able to actually like explain it and like okay like this is just a good thought to have yeah now i don't know what i'm gonna do with it probably nothing nothing's probably gonna come out of this but yeah you never know. Man, what you think them dudes had in them pipes and all of them shows sitting by the bookcases in the fireplace? I mean, man, yeah, that's, you know? that's what they're supposed to and do. And they, they had books. You know what I'm saying? You ever, <laughs> you ever read high? Hell no. Nah. Read a book high. It's a bunch of things I still haven't done high, like play the guitar. You haven't done that high? No. Once? No. That's kind of wild, man. I know. I you need to, to take a hit of this and grab that Albanaz. Man, I'm trying to tell you, I got the Yamaha right here. We get busy one time. <laughs> I'm serious. I've, listen, I've been playing. I have, I have a lot it. of instruments, okay? And, like, it is very cool to me that, like, I'm watching my babies. Like, my daughter, she goes, C-D-E, C-D-E. Like, she play it on the joint. And mm-hmm. it's, like, her favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. And they do, they just randomly start singing, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do. And I'm like, look at y'all. You know, because they see me playing it. And the more I play it, like, the more I see the joy in them when I'm playing it, You're the more I want to play You're sewing music into them. It. Sewing it into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. It's like jeans. I'm sewing <laughs> jeans. So, yeah, you know what? If if I'm being honest, I think that they need to back, not only back your study, <laughs> <laughs> but we need to put together a program so that we can get everybody to learn how to convey their dog on emotions through the piano so we can stop having everybody walking around acting so silly. So <laughs> so another thing that uh, we was think- well, I was thinking last night, uh, it was just like explaining why I played the guitar. And I, it was in a way that was just like so unnecessary. It's just like, Chris, at the end of the day, you like the sound of the guitar period that's the you know that's the the true reason behind it i just love guitars they're so they're amazing like they're unique but so yeah some some gospel songs i'm like fuck it let's put it on this is one thing called a song called born again by the randall family or whatever really really nice guitar in it and then i'm like this i can explain this and he's like what i'm like this is why i play the guitar you hear the guitar in this in this uh, song, it sounds like it's playing with the rest of the song, but it's definitely separate from the song. And you, like, the guitar makes his own little wave or whatever. And I'm like, 
that's me with church. Like I'm there, but I'm totally like separate from everyone else who's there. Like I'm not quite, you know, there. You're on your but, own wave. Yeah, I'm on my own like kind of wave or whatever, you know. And I'm like, is that really why you chose to play guitar, Chris? Or do you just maybe you was putting some philosophy together? I'm putting some crazy unnecessary <laughs> philosophy because I got high, bro. So like, yeah. Did you did you start going through this because of like the blizzard, or is this like a every high thing? Every high. Okay. Oh, bro, the, the first time, I still had the videos from it, right? And the first time I got high, it was like, I was just fucking yeah, thinking I think, of everything. I, yeah, I thinking think we of, talked about it on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thinking of everything and trying to, because when I'm high, I have this incessant need <laughs> to explain how I feel. Which is an extension of who I really am. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I have a podcast. That's why I do videos. That's why I'm a battle rapper. Because I want people to know my feelings. Not saying that my feelings are that which is so important that you should hear, but I feel the need to do it. Dude, dude, a last little. little <laughs> this one is really dumb. Last little uh, high thought I had. I was like, you know, I'm sitting there or whatever. We're driving and I'm high or whatever. And then I look over at Nia and I'm like, how did we get here? You know, like how did this happen? And I said, when you really think about it, which if anyone starts their sentence off with that, it's about to be some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But we really think about it. Me, everyone, this can go for everyone, not even just me and me or whatever, but everyone, all of us are a collection of memories and thoughts surrounded by a husk. That is your bones and skin and shit. And when you really like really think about it, we're really just a brain and a brain stem and eyes <laughs> driving a car right now. Who's selling chocolates? <laughs> right. And I'm like, bro, like that. That's that's what we are. And then the reason why I've chose to ride next to this other brains brain stem brain <laughs> is because the collection of things that I've Back done in my life and a collection of things that they're done, they've done in their life mesh well, and mm-hmm. that's why we cool. Yeah. It's a very. Uh... I said all of that to say I'm not gonna smoke again for a while. Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna smoke again for a very long time. I need a minute. Yeah, unless guys, unless we have another blizzard, because yeah, let's talk about it. Since we haven't had a podcast since we talked about it, welcome everybody. This is the Sipsties Podcast, and uh, listen. So y'all know we from Buffalo, right? And I know y'all been hearing about us on the news and stuff a lot lately. You heard? Have you heard the uh, Uncle Murder wrap up? I feel like I should know who Uncle Murder is, but I don't know. It's all right, but he does the wrap up every year. I've heard like that he does a wrap up or whatever. Uh-huh. But yeah, well, this year featured a lot of bars that consisted of Buffalo. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he said something like Buffalo was crying out for our help, but we didn't hear it. All we heard from Buffalo was Benny and Conway lyrics, something like that. Like, and he, and then you know, and then it was another bar. It was something else earlier in the song about Buffalo, and it was something else about Buffalo going through the blizzard. He spoke, yeah. He said he made a reference about the blizzard. And for the people who are not from Buffalo or who didn't experience what they call the Dome Cyclone, yo, what was that, bro? That was a mess. Let's and. Y'all don't see, most people don't understand why we're so pissed off right now. Okay? And I'm jumping all over the place. Go ahead. It's 50 outside. Right now. 
Yesterday Dang. too, it was fifty. There so, was pe- like that was my thing. People died. People was dying. <laughs> Like we was in we was in a crisis situation. Like should have gotten the White House involved. Two days ago, yeah, we should have had helicopters and jets and all types of stuff in Buffalo. I don't know. Just I would have liked to had heard that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Just like some propellers going. And yeah, like people's power was gone for four to five days, bro. In the blistering cold. When I at five o'clock in the morning on uh, what Saturday. I woke up to my house like feeling like it's about to do a front flip. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was gonna just go in like handstand or something, jump mm-hmm. back. And I was like, "Wow, this is like some real, real win." You know, like this not a game type win. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, whatever, we we gonna go to sleep. I like this. I turn sleep sounds on when I sleep, wind and thunder and lightning and all that. So that I'm enjoying shit. this. That you know what I mean? That wasn't. That was. But the the wind was breaking through the sleep sound. It was aggressive. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So I said, okay, well, let me wake up in the morning and see what happened in the morning. Two mornings later, the wind was still going. That and 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 people like I'm trying to like explain to people the severity of what we went through. Y'all don't get it. Like if you aren't if you weren't living in Buffalo when this happened, you simply won't get it. I mean, maybe if you Two, had a hurricane in a, or a tornado. If maybe, you had yeah, those yeah. things before, then you understand. Yeah, but see, we're used to... Buffalo, we're, we're used to overnight snow. We're used to one day it's cool, the next day it's Wake snow. Wake up with just snow. White. Just snow. Right. But manageable. Yeah. What we dealt with was two days straight of looking outside of your window and seeing nothing but white. Nothing but white. And not in like a hyperbole yeah. type of way. I couldn't see the car across my Literally. street. I couldn't see the tree that's right in front of my house. Yeah. I, I thought the see... Wicked Wicked of West was about to like fly <laughs> by yo, on the room. Yo, bro, two days <laughs> morning mm. to night mm. of just snow. Yeah. Bro, bro, I looked outside one time. Because, you know, at a, some of us thought we was going to be able to see our family by Christmas. Nope. Nope. Wherever you were. That's wh- where you were. That's where you were. And I am like, for me, it was like, it was an, a moment of acceptance of like, Chris, for bare minimum four days, you're not driving anywhere. Let's just accept that right now. Yeah, I had to do that too. Let's accept that right now. I had to do that. And maybe the rest of this will be manageable. Mm-hmm. You're not driving anywhere. Get that out your head. You might be going somewhere to get some food, but that's it. <clears throat> Two days straight of just snow. And it, it it would be one thing if it let up. It didn't let up at all. Not a break. I mean, two days <laughs> like, we, we, of when It's like, because like you said, like usually it's just like, like, we'll go to sleep, the ground is butt naked, and then we wake up, and then it's a blanket of white snow. Like, you look out the window, and you and in your head, Mariah Carey is playing. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, nothing that you could do about it. And then you go, okay, boots and pants, coat, hat, scarf, we really doing this now. Yeah. Like, that's what we, that's what normally happens. But, like, like you said, it's like, no, it really was, <laughs> like, for two, for two days, days straight, yo. yo like, when I went outside, bro, <laughs> I couldn't believe. When it. I went outside, bro, I went outside. I looked outside, and the next morning, 
when it, you know, when it was still snowing outside, you know. I looked outside and I saw, I'm six feet, right? Six feet, maybe a half an inch. Mm-hmm. I you saw, I mean, you know. <laughs> I, could, I could be 6'1 I think know, I'm 6'1 like, yeah, I give, might be 6'1 Give one. yourself the half If you yeah. need it I, mean, I don't need it I'm, I'm okay with being 6 feet yeah. That's, You know But I looked outside And I, I was eye to eye With a mound of snow mm. Mm. Eye to eye Yeah cause your Your, your door is base level right Yeah Yeah On you know downstairs mm-hmm. Eye to eye with a mound of snow And not mm. just like mm-hmm. It was slanting upwards it was a mound of snow. A flat top. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? You, you're not supposed to do nothing. What you was probably supposed to do, if your power, cause did your power go out? No, nah, me and Lindsay was cool, man. Yeah, good. My power didn't go out. And shout out to all of us who remain powerful through the storm. Facts, man. I, I don't, I couldn't imagine. Because, like, what it, what it was for me was everybody was on Facebook and social media freaking out. Because it was a couple people we didn't know what was going on. Like, kind of. Grana, we didn't know what was going on. Well, we did, but her phone would die. And then, like, if they had no, like, back, backup charger, that's it. Can't contact her. So, it was like, oh, God, how is she faring through it? Because we knew her power went off. Right. Then it was Leo and Mariah. Fucking. Leo mom calling, like. This nigga. Because so, somebody got found face down in the snow. With friends in a car heart. With Dreads and the Carhartt? Frozen to death. How does that even happen? Was it that cold outside? I told her, listen, this is what I said. Like, and I explained this to Tony. It wasn't being one of us. It wasn't going to be one of us, bro. Not one of us. We wasn't going to be outside. And even if Leo had to walk all the way home, he was going to get home. Yeah. If any one of us had to walk in that thing, we was going to get home. But just so you understand, there are... I understand that there's people who don't have that will. Because the dude who you found face down, at some point he was like, this is where it goes. This is where it ends. And there's a lot of people who had who that happened. Like, how many people ended up dying? Like, over 30? 32. 32? 32, 32. 32 people. And it's so buggy because when the people finally came and plowed my street, which took four days, when the people finally came and plowed my street, it was down to the gristle. <laughs> bro, it was down to the pavement. Oh. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, it's people, it's people under this. It was people found in the snow. Real quick, how come I feel like Minnesota gonna come back and win this? Minnesota does that kinda often. Uh Minnesota and Green Bay is playing right now. The reason why we have it on is because the Bills play tomorrow. They play Cincinnati and y'all know what it is. Period. Yeah, anyways, um, yeah, it was it was down to the to the down to the gristle, to the foundation, to the found freaking bro, to the black rock. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I never even, I didn't even really think I was gonna see grass for yo, a long bro, time. Yo, you know what was crazy is that there was a moment. Um, I think the the second, the second day, because me and Lindsay was in the house for two days straight, just chilling, and I felt so bad. Like, I felt so bad because of the people who didn't have power and shit. There was simply nothing I could do to help. Yeah, nothing anybody could do. Saying how their babies would run out of diapers and shit. Like, mm-hmm. we was in survival mode for a solid three days. Three, three to four days, three bro. Three to four days, yeah. everybody was in survival mode. Because even when the storm ended, you still had two feet of snow yeah. in the street, bro. Yeah. I took a I took a video, because I got stairs that, you know, go up to my joint, like, you know, big thing of stairs. And I'm still looking at my... 
it was over my ankles, and I'm like, yo, wow, it was really snowing. Because I'm sitting there thinking, like, it can't be that bad. No. Like, I'm looking, I'm listening to the wind, and I'm like, I, I feel the wind, you know what I mean? But it can't be that much snow coming, yo, too. Yo, bro, me and Lindsay got... Dag, Miami lost to New England. They doodle. They <laughs> doodle. All right, so when, when, the, when the snow... When we and Lindsay finally was able to go to the store, right? Oh gosh. Um, cause I, I have you know, it's, everything that you did that day was an adventure. Yeah, man. I couldn't just go to the store. Mm-hmm. I had to like, it felt like a video game, bro. Oh, I see this guy walking down the street, and I'm like, he got bags. He must have came from somewhere just now. I'm like, yo, my dude. He was like, huh? You, had to, you pressed X. Yeah, to interact with it. Yeah, I'm like, yo, my dude. He was like, huh, huh. I was like, I'm up here in the window, huh? Yeah, what up? I was like, yo, what store is open? He was like, that one over there. Now I'm gathering information because there was so many false information going around about what store was open, what store wasn't open. Was getting hijacked. People was getting robbed. Motherfuckers was stealing bubble gum. Motherfuckers stealing a gumball machine. Gumball machines wasn't safe in this store. Shout out to the gumball machine, Yo, man. bro. Somebody got that shit tatted, bro. It's yeah, so no. cold. I ain't gonna lie. It's so lit. It's fire as hell. I can't that even front. It's so ridiculous. It's dude. fire, bro. I can't even front. That shit fire, bro. That's legendary. Legendary in the worst in the worst ways. But yeah. yes, it's definitely still a legendary. Griselda album cover. Oh, it has to be. <laughs> so, so man, I'm just like, I'm like, bro. We had to go to the store. We're walking in the middle of the street. To what has to be the closest to a zombie apocalypse that it will ever Pretty get. Pretty much. The book of Eli. Yo, yo, my, my dude, my dude. We got in this store, and when I tell you it was quiet in there, no, not quiet. Quiet doesn't do what it was in there justice. It was silent. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was talking. Nobody wanted to talk. And I, you know, I'm noticing I'm the, you know, trying to make light of a situation guy. You know, it's a nice sunny day we have it, guys. Cause I feel like right now we were at the last stage before shit stopped being civil. <laughs> to the, yeah, to the purge happened. Yeah, <laughs> before <laughs> before niggas just start getting robbed and beat up. Cause 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 it it only took three days for boys to start looting. <laughs> they start looting on the third day. That's crazy. Wasn't it the third or was it two? It was two days. It was two. Cause I know the store only took two days. Yeah, the for boys to just give up. So, and it, and, and, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even a looting that was like crazy to me. It was what they looted. <laughs> Motherfuckers robbed the United Men's. The United Men's. <laughs> they went to United Men's. If you don't know what United Men's is, it's a fucking suit store. <laughs> Niggas looted United Men's. They're about to be looking like Steve Harvey at church. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro. And then I, I, I had to ask. I put this as a status, but I'm just like, for all of the people who was wilding when this snowstorm happened, because you live amongst us. Yeah. You live among us. Like, you, you, you fucking people are our coworkers, our cashiers, our fucking mailmen. Like, these are who you, you are these people hidden among us. How long have you been holding this in? <laughs> How long have you been waiting to be this person? <laughs> was waiting for the moment. Yo, they, listen. If they call on a purge, bro, there's a lot of dudes that's already suited up. There's <laughs> dudes with their boots tied up already. Can't fucking Every day wait. that's just looking at the news, waiting for it to say purge 2023. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they dudes, been... when they said they heard people, when they even, because I think it started off as a rumor. 
What? But when they did even say that somebody broke into Family Dollar, niggas just was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal Shoes now. on. <laughs> yeah. Bro. And they began, they began to rob every fucking store. Did you see the dude who, uh, the guy who was like defending the Family Dollar on live? No. It was a dude, I think his name was like Jose Martinez. It's, sorry, it sounds like John Doe, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a dude named, but he, um. Was at a Family Dollar on the West Side, and like him and another dude was like kicking people out of Family Dollar. Like, nah, y'all got to get out of this story. Y'all got to get out of here. We, we uh, fastening it up. You know, we better lock it. And like, I'll just say, I don't condone looting, Absolutely. but I understand it. Yeah, <clears throat> you you know what I mean? Like, it's like I get it because a lady came there. She was like, "Yo, I got the money. I'm not even trying to rob y'all. I just need diapers." You know what I'm saying, and dude was like, "Nah." And I was like, bro, you could have let that lady get her diapers. Like, I did just say the owner come in. She had the money. Like, diapers, like, stuff with babies is, you got to do what you got to do. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, right. my thought process was, if we run out of diapers, I'm about to potty train this little boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was just what I was going to do. You know what I'm saying? Which is a thing that y'all could just start considering. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, nah, some people got infants. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how old her babies was. Yeah. So you can't just say no turn around yeah, was, especially a, if she came out who, in that it was some people who i knew who had newborns running yeah. and it was out of diapers for like two days yeah i just couldn't imagine yeah and listen people <clears throat> start stocking up on stuff i mean but you don't know that you like they talked okay, about okay. this on the news now hold on hold on hold on right mm-hmm. before we go there okay you can sit here and go they talked about this on the news they warned us no they didn't and the reason why I say that is because when Buffalonians hear Buffalo Snowstorm, we kind of expect the usual. We didn't know that for two days straight, it was going to be nothing but whiteout. Bruh, listen, I was on the news looking because what happened was it was the boy who cried wolf situation. Yeah. They told us that during that Bills game, it was about to be crazy. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So most people, when they told us this joint, they was like, oh, whatever. Only reason why I didn't say or whatever was because they gave it a name. They called this thing the Dome Cyclone. That's not even a fire name. Just it's not even fire, bro. It's not even like something I want to name something. That's, a, that's, that's like what they no. They told us that they had a dome over us and unleashed a freaking cyclone, a flurry of snow. Yeah, we couldn't go out to tell you if there was a machine working or not. <laughs> We was in the dome, dude. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's so a like, fact, bro. That's a fucking fact. So it's like that. That's what they called it. When I saw that they was calling it that. Why is it first and 25? <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot just happened. No, a lot just happened. Bro. But, but when I saw that they called it that, I said, okay, let me just get a couple things that we need. I know we running low on some things, so let me just get a couple things that we need. Yo, but you know what else is fucked up about it, and the reason why people probably didn't take it serious is because I went in the store to get some stuff, too. Like, okay, you know, you never know. Might want to get some food. And then everyone was in the store, and I'm like, these look like Christmas gifts. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they might not be preparing for a storm. Mm-hmm. This might just be Christmas gifts. Now, what I've learned from this and what we should all take from all of this is that have a week's worth just in case. Of something. Have a week's worth somewhere just in case. Mm -hmm. Have a day's worth. Have a week's worth. Keep a shovel on you. Buy some seeds. 
I know we don't. I know it's like you know that's like what, but you can grow inside. You can start growing inside, especially when you know lights and all that. But if it was like if this if this turned into the boogie like, like what if this really turned left? Like what if like Byron Brown probably, and them really got turned, the it turned left. stuff like it, it turned left. No, nah, yeah, it did. It, it turned did. left. <laughs> it it turned left. left. But it only did like a. It only if did it like didn't a have left, It definitely had his blinker on. Like it, it, it was getting ready to turn all the way left. I think it only went like a forty-five degree angle. Nigga, you know what? Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. It started to veer left. We'll say that. Yeah, it veered left. Yeah, but it didn't real deep, hard, as quickly as it started, it ended that fast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we all just kind of like woke up and was just like, what? <laughs> and it was like, oh nah, go outside, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, bro. We was we was on shit for like four days, bro. bro I was going crazy in that fucking house, dude. Christmas did not feel like Christmas at all, and I know you, you know, you don't really yeah, I don't Christmas, yeah. but when I woke up that goddamn morning and Facetime my family and shit, and I couldn't open no real gifts. I was mad. Yeah, I was like, man, fuck you, fuck this storm, yeah, bro. I don't want to be talk here. Of the town. That's been the talk of the town. I don't Christmas be was here. horrible for everybody. Christmas was whack. Yeah. And then I, you know, I, I, I just we we got stripped down to our fundamentals, man. And <laughs> yeah, you did. just you just had to deal with it, boy. Listen, because I, I was talking to Leo, and he was like, man, we just was we was in bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just gotta get. Just had to bundle up because every time we stuck our hand out the out the joint, it felt like Sub Zero was <laughs> doing his down four square. Yo, he was doing his down four Bruh. square. And when I was the thing, we when the storm started, we was in the uh, Overwatch group chat with Leo, and he was like, "I think my phone died." And we was like, "Go charge it." And then this power went out, and we just didn't hear from that nigga for like twenty four <laughs> hours. So we freaking out during the storm. Like, where the fuck is Leo at? Where the fuck is Leo at? This shit was crazy, man. And then there's people who... <laughs> why did you just slam that nigga like that, what bro? Yo, what? God damn! <laughs> that was unnecessary. Yo, if y'all watch... If y'all saw That's the a man. Vikings in the Green Bay game, dude just... God damn! Dude just WrestleMania then. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> They can't be that bad at each other. <laughs> oh, in, interception. And he threw an interception the next place. So to add insult to injury, <laughs> your man just got rock bottom. <laughs> Dude, he just threw the ball. <laughs> but damn, Kurt, what you doing, Kurt? Oh man, they're not doing a good job. Yeah. So nah, man, this this drink was that was that was pretty disastrous, so, man. So so then everyone at this point, and we was we was yelling damn near at Brittany because she didn't understand why everyone was saying that the mayor needed to resign. <laughs> she was, she just didn't understand. He was, she was like, it's not his fault. And we're like, yes, it is. Like, this is quite literally his fault. Now, his idea of having a plan for this storm, which just doesn't make sense. It never made sense. It's never going to make sense. Is wait till the storm over, plow everything after. That's stupid. When you get cancer, do you wait until it's too late to, Get rid of the cancer? No, you do it as it's happening or as early as possible. They should have been plowing during the storm. I don't think them niggas could have moved, to be honest. Bullshit. My man, uh, my man Luke, he showed me video of him and his man on a snowmobile out when it was going on, like pulling people out, like people stuck on the throughway, because for whatever reason they was on a throughway. 
and people was um like stuck like they couldn't move nowhere and i'm like the way that that wind was blowing <clears throat> i could kind of see how some people couldn't move because remember it was white so if it was white for us but without the what wind, i'm saying is why too. don't they plow before it gets to that no point. they should have put freaking salt on the ground well yeah salt before they did that but they i'm saying that with every Buffalo main should, street but and, and this is this is where i kept coming to right this is the the moment that i kept coming to People don't just wake up and decide to kill the king, right? <laughs> like, but, <laughs> people don't just. People, I know I'm being dramatic, but like, if you if you just look at Mayor Byron Brown as the king of Buffalo, right? Because that's basically what he is. He's mayor. He's oversees everything. He dictates what our taxes go to. He's the king of Buffalo. People don't just wake up one day and go, "Let's kill the king." Like, if this was like 16th century, he'd have been killed. Oh God! Not so, that we want that to happen. Not that we want that to happen. <laughs> but, but as far as it's a re- you, you lucky we as diplomatic as we are now, you know what I'm saying? People don't just wake up and decide to kill the king. The reason why people are so mad at Byron Brown is because every year this isn't a once, uh, like they keep trying to he, he keeps trying to hide behind this once in a generational storm bullshit. But it's like no, every year there's this. There's this. Remember last year when it snowed and we weren't prepared for it. Remember the year before that when it snowed? And you want to know why I've been paying attention to it? Because I have a car now. So I know what I can't leave outside because there's snow everywhere. And every year there's snow, he's never prepared for it. There's always a day where shit hits the fan and no one can go anywhere. There's always a day where that happens. There's always a day where if you have a low rider, you're fucked. <laughs> there's, always, <laughs> there's always a day where if that happens. Got your snow tires. Yeah. And it's like, but it's, it's like <clears throat> Kenmore is fine. I've seen more than one video on more than one year where you go down, coming down um, Colvin from Sheridan, 100% plowed. The very second you hit Colvin and Kenmore, snow everywhere. Mm -hmm. I wonder why that is. Why is it those people get to have plowed streets and we don't? So that they can get their groceries first. Exactly. So my thing is, (laughs) Mayor Byron Brown, what the fuck are you doing that the east side of Buffalo gets the shaft end of plows? Nah, you know, they power got turned on. They they street got plowed everything. My boys live on the same street, so it's I mean, he was was out with the power for 24 hours, if you ask him. As if we give a fuck what you were doing. You know they got generators and all that. I know he was fine. Point that I'm trying to make is that your idea of... Mayor Byron Brown's idea of handling the snow hasn't worked. It's not working, and it's never going to work. So in the past, present, and future as a mayor, you failed. Which means we just need to just all invest in flamethrowers. I mean, I don't think a flamethrower would have... I think we all need flamethrowers. But it's, it wasn't... It wasn't the, <laughs> like, this time, it wasn't the snow that was... <laughs> it was it, it was, was the just, amount of it. It was the it was amount of it. And I don't think salt would have done anything. No. It was the wind too. Yeah. I if I'm being if I'm being fair, because I don't do the politics. Y'all vote for these niggas. I don't I don't vote, guys. I'm sorry if that if that offends. Well no one you. voted for Byron Brown, but he had a bunch of people, white people, who write did. him in. Yeah. Wow. He wasn't even on the ballot, but he had people write him in. It was some real shady shit. We were supposed to have a different mayor by now, but you know. And this is another reason why I say people don't, people don't just wake up and kill the king. <laughs> it's just stuff happens. Pe- a bunch of shit happens to where it's going, okay, Byron, if you want to be the mayor that bad, go ahead. But you better treat us right. And then the first thing you do is dick us down during a snowstorm. Yeah. But Okay, okay, so there you go. So now if I'm doing the, if I'm doing the thing, I don't think 
anybody in the world knew that that thing was going to be like that. But it doesn't matter about if they knew it was going to be like you that or not. You should just have the resources what to I'm do saying, something it's not, about We it. do have the resources to do it. But what I'm saying is it's not that... If you want a real weird hot take? The storm wasn't the issue. How they dealt with it afterwards was the issue. Yeah, right. How they dealt with it during was the issue. Because for people who don't know, I, I, there was a moment during the first night, all <clears throat> emergency services have been shut off. If you have to call 911... It don't even work. Don't even work. <laughs> you go to the answer machine. You could have got away with killing people that night. Yo. Jeez. I didn't even know 911 had an answer machine. Jesus. If all emergency services got shut off. It was bad. People were stuck. There's people who were stuck in their car for 20 hours and mm. then died. Yeah. I heard the story. Uh, someone saw someone outside in the storm, picked them up because it was terrible. All right, you know, they're in a storm or whatever. And then that person died in the backseat of their car. Yeah. And they were stuck in their car. So they just died with a corpse. Yeah, that's sad. The amount of therapy that Buffalo is going to need to get over 2022. Yeah. Bro. 2022 was was crazy. That was like the tip of the ice port, Berg. <laughs> yeah, that was just the last one big fuck you. That to, was one last one and, last ride. And this for is you. this is why I'm saying and people, we're don't, taking Barbara people don't just wake up and kill the king because the the I think it was the governor of Erie County. He even got on and was like, "I'm pulling carts." Yeah, is that his name? <laughs> Mark Polka. He was mad as hell. Yeah, he was like, "The mayor's not going to like hearing this. Gotta... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's done." Like, and he was saying how he was talking about trying to take over the plowing for Buffalo. And when I said that the snow, the storm wasn't that bad, I'm like, I think that if the storm, like not saying that the storm wasn't that bad, but like how we dealt with it was because if you go to these other towns, other parts of Buffalo and extensions of Buffalo, Hamburg, Orchard Park, all of that shit was plowed. Bruh, I went, we was driving down. What's that street? Um, that going to Elmwood, it, it's the you know how you get to um to the to Hoyt Lake, uh huh. You know you know where Albright Knox is. Mm-hmm. There was no snow in the freaking middle where the trees are. You know what I'm talking about? Where all the trees are, there was no snow in the middle, like no snow. And that baffled my mind because I'm like, they didn't plow the middle. Mm-hmm. So where did all of that snow go? Just where did this snow go? And there was no snow on the road. And I'm and I'm and that just that that blew my mind because I'm I, I couldn't help but to think that there's no snow here at all. And I sat in my house to a point where like I didn't freak out, but it was just the point where it's like, yo, if they don't plow my street, like we're gonna run out of the neset, the things that we stocked up on, and like I can't get my medicine either. Mm-hmm. So that was just the issue, and it's like, yo, just come do my street. And we went out and shovel, and I'm shoveling, watching plows just drive by. I, I watched six plows go by the street, mm-hmm. and in my head, I'm like, yo, you could just bust a right, yo. Like, what are you not doing that for? Mm-hmm. Like that, I could tell that street is clear because mm-hmm. the hospitals is over there, so y'all needed it for ambulances and all that stuff. And I'm watching cars and trucks drive by, so y'all are literally just. Refusing to plow my street, which was mind-boggling to me, and that's where that's where it gets to why people are upset at the way that they handled it. People don't just wake up inside to kill the you king. You kept 
y'all opened up the grocery stores two like almost two days before y'all allowed people to even get out of their house. Except for the people on the outskirts. So we watch we looking at pictures and stuff of them and they talking about, oh look at all look at Wegman's line is out the door and it's and look at who's in the lines though. Look at who got, who look at who able to get their food though. That was the problem. And it's real easy to get to that point. Like it's either it's easy to label that as just a conspiracy theory, you know? Ten years ago I probably would have. But now I'm like, no. The east side of Buffalo was the last to even sniff a plow. Yep. We got shafted heavy. So I'm like, what is it about the inner city of Buffalo that Byron Brown, at this point, you just don't fuck with No, nah, he said, y'all ain't vote for me. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what I'm saying, Hope man. And, and that's why it was, it was, it was, because people was, they was gunning his ass on the press conferences, bro. Yeah. Bro, I need to, I need to. <laughs> my I need, man said. Hold, my on, man hold, on, said. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it, I got it. My man, because they was, they was not playing with his ass. Yeah. Um, and then I got hacked. It's just a bunch of shit, man. This has been a week. But let me uh let me find where these niggas was yeah. giving Byron Brown. And while he shaft. find that, you know, shout out to all of the people who lost people Fact, in that man, whole th- situation because that was like we didn't know that that was gonna happen, and I hate that that was going on. And we wish that we had people that was around that was doing a better job and making sure that we don't have to go through that. So this is what the dude said to Byron Brown when he finally two days. After the fact, finally decided to do a press conference and address everyone. Two days. Which, just another thing, because now, like, we don't even have the government telling us, like, what is the plan for us to get out of this shithole. You feel me? But two days, this is what the dude said to him. I don't know where that comes from. Mr. Mayor, let me just follow up now. Um, There are nearly three dozen deaths within the city of Buffalo. You've already taken responsibility for the response to this storm. Do you think that you should resign? (laughs) Uh, No, Ed, I don't think I should resign. Again, these were historic blizzard conditions. Uh, It was reported before the... He didn't even sound confident in his answer. And then you sit there and you fucking go... Oh, these were historic and blah blah blah, and it wasn't my fault. And I told y'all to go and get food, and and it's like, nah, buddy. If what you're saying doesn't line up, if you knew that this was going to be a historic snowstorm, you should have been more prepared. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. You prepare for the worst case scenario. Yeah. He doesn't do that. Byron Brown tucks his tail. Yeah. That that's kind of my message to the people of Buffalo too. Period. Like I said, they. I saw on the news. I watched. I don't watch the news, guys. But sometimes I tune in just to see what's going on. And I did see that the thing was called the Dome Cyclone. So I just said, let me just go get something. And then I heard like I heard like all of the tops and stuff. Like they was out of meat and they cleared out all the shelves and Walmart and stuff. So people did go get food, you know. But there were two experiences for this. There were the people in the outskirts of Buffalo who were fine. Who were making videos outside with Doing you know, no shirts on, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, eating a burger on this table or whatever." Bills Mafia, ah. and then there was people who didn't have power for fifty hours straight. Mm, straight people up. with babies, people with fucking Four kids. Hours. 
four days. I mean, yeah, days. They, they, had, they didn't days. have power. Yeah, they didn't have so power. there was two different experiences, and I'll let you determine where one experience was predominantly and where the other one was. Yeah, and then yeah. and then uh, just one last thing about the looting because people were upset about the looting and shit, and they kept addressing that, and they're like, oh. How dare you? Blah blah blah. These guys are just thieves and all. So it's like, okay, so yeah, they're thieves or whatever. Fine, like you, you know. But why are you putting more energy into that than you are into the babies who didn't have power? How come you, you care me? more about that? <clears throat> right. Why do you put more energy into people robbing a store that <clears throat> don't give a fuck about you? Yeah. Them people, them places should have donated that food anyway. Not saying, not saying that people should have fucking uh, robbed them, but like in terms of priorities, I care more about the baby without diapers for two days than I do the dude still in the gumball machine. Yeah, people gotta eat, man. <clears throat> if you <clears throat> if you in a house freezing cold, like if you have no power, like you gotta be freezing cold, and you don't have no food, nah, it's, that's not happening. You know what I mean? So you can't get mad. Like for me, like like I said, I don't condone it, but I'm not mad about it. Like, cause it's if any, cause if any, that's a response to yeah, it's a, them it's, not having things in place for when this situation happens. Yeah, it's it's low on my shit to give a fuck about it. Now I'm not saying rob United Men's by any means, but yeah, right. It's like it, they when rob I heard Renna that, Center and everything. Yeah, when I heard you said what Renna Center and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but when I heard that, it was just like, oh, okay, like yeah, y'all wildin'. Obviously, take your asses home, but you know. <clears throat> but can we get our streets plowed? Yeah, they, <laughs> like that's Byron what I'm Brown, worried about. Byron Brown was quick to answer the looting stuff. <clears throat> oh, we're gonna come after those people. He had a plan for that. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna we we got a plan to prosecute, not a plan to protect. Yeah, people Shit don't just wake that. up and decide to kill the king. Yeah. So there was this uh, there was this argument because so 2022 is a hectic year, and there was a there was this uh. Benny has said on his like story that basically stop trying to stop asking him why he don't make positive rap because positive rap don't sell. Don't nobody want to hear that. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure you kind of know my take on that, and I will expound on it. Would you like to hear my opinions? That way, I'm not influenced by your take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says no one wants to hear positive rap. Yeah. And positive rap don't sell. Yeah. He's not wrong. Okay. Expound on it. Um, you can, I mean, one of my positive rap songs that I go to is All Right by Kendrick Lamar. And that I was a banger and that sold. So, but even that is rooted in the fact that we're fucked up now. But we going to be all right. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, giving up hope. But when shit's going well, especially for rap, which is which born out of rebellion, um, most times people don't want to hear positive rap because how are you a bit rebellious about everything going right? Now, I'm not saying that positive rap <laughs> is at all lesser than the shit that sells. But for the most part, people don't want to hear it because people aren't happy. So they don't want to hear something that isn't a reflection of what they're going through. And sometimes what they're going through isn't, you know, now, granted, what they also not going through is having a bunch of hoes in their house and throwing money on them. But it's a wish. It's 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 a uh, uh, like they want that to be their reality. So, you know, because that's 
it's easier to just have a girl shake. It's, it's, it's quick popcorn dopamine as opposed to building credit, buying a house. So what do you consider? So you, okay, so you consider all, Kendrick Lamar all right, positive. Yeah, yeah. That's a positive rap song. Yeah, and it sold, but that, <clears throat> to me, is the exception to the rule. Like, uh, like J. Cole, would you consider him a positive rapper? No. Not a positive rapper, no. Okay. That's, but, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I wouldn't consider, because he, just as much as he has, like, certain songs or whatever, he also got, she don't want to be saved, don't save her. That's not positive. He's talking about, like, a girl who wants to go and be a hoe, and you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, basically. That's not positive, you know? Yeah, no, I know. And that's that's kind of, like, what my thought process was, because... Do you think positive rap sells? Do I think it sells? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it sells, and I think it can sell. Like, I've done, um... I did a show with Ciroc, and, like, Little Sims, like, I follow her, and, like... Okay, depending on what you what you call positive rap, right? Because most people took it as like conscious rap, like being a conscious yeah, rapper, different. and and in positive. Yeah, so if different. I'm thinking about positive, I'm thinking about I clean up and I cook and I'm I'm the man and I'm. Mr. Yeah, but no, but also no one wants to rap about yeah we got to clean up the community, nigga. No one wants to hear that shit. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. You, it, wouldn't that song be considered like positive rap? Is like, that a rap song? It's a rapper on it, ain't? Oh no, no, that guy is singing. You are right? But um, what's the other dude? The Jadena dude? I guess some of his stuff you could consider like positive. Yeah, well, conscious rap is nothing like positive rap. Conscious rap is like, like. You know the Kendricks, the Coles, the Lupes. Like when you go into deeper thought, than you just say that stuff is shit. like you say that stuff is conscious, conscious not necessarily positive. Yeah, but that can even be like rebellion because a lot of times they're talking about like how systematically we've ended up where we are now. Yeah, real life stuff, real life shit. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's positive. That can be rooted in rebellion, and not, I don't want to say rooted in negativity because I don't think hip hop is rooted in negativity. But a lot of us have had negative experiences, which have led to. So that so that would be like so if let's say because Benny's saying positive doesn't sell so he's saying in contrast I make negative music, right? So kind of what he's saying I can't argue with that. So negative music is would be drug dealing, cocaine, and violence. Right? Yeah, and I would agree that that is because it's, it's that's definitely not positive. You you wouldn't play that for kids, right? So know? on the opposite side of that, then I would put Kendrick and Cole, and then I would. You'll put positive, but I think most people it's, put it's more, that. I, I think it's more nuanced than that. It's, that's what I'm saying. It is more nuanced than that. Yeah. And people put him saying positive as conscious, like, conscious, like people who actually talk about but real life let me, stuff. Let me let me ask you this: Do you think that they consider that positive? Because if you got time to worry about, um, how we've gotten here, you want you want to take that? Yeah, press pause. All right, I'm pause it. Like if you got time to worry about all of that, then things is going good for you. The same in the same token of remember how I used to say like if people was worried about Lizzo showing her ass on the basketball game, life must be going good for us because that's not really that much of a like if you got time to worry about things like that, you're not struggling right in life. Not, I don't know about struggling, but you 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 got time to worry about shit like that. We had first or first world problems at some point. Yeah, so having first world problems is a way to be 
like in a way you can look at that as you know you living a positive life because you got time to worry about. And so should rappers, so should rappers not rap about that? Like uh, should rappers <laughs> not like if because because this is my thing, right? Yeah, go I ahead. always think about you know when a rapper come out. Sure, you you probably came out because whatever you was writing was so real to people because that's what you was dealing with and it was so real that you know they felt it and now you know it was because you came up from the slums but after a while like somebody was like jay-z and Nas, people said like jay-z and Nas shouldn't be rapping right because now they rap about which i may i guess you could probably consider positive right because they be rapping about escrow accounts and businesses and like investments and things quote unquote positive stuff there's nothing wrong with that we right, should have a we should have a huge amount of that type of shit represented in the rap community. But that's but okay, so to that point that Benny was trying to make, then that means that they shouldn't be rapping then. Cause that's yeah. that would be like saying Nas and Jay Z and them not selling. You know what I'm saying? Like Nipsey's biggest project was um dang, why is it eluding my the marathon? Victory lap. Victory lap. The victory lap. His biggest project was Victory Lap, and it was what you can consider positive, right? And Nipsey considered himself to be that. So, you know, unfortunately, he died after that, you know, by somebody who I guess would be more influenced by people who were perpetuating the negative mm-hmm, side mm-hmm. of rap. So for me, it was kind of like, why would you even want to put off the message that positive, quote-unquote positive rap doesn't sell? So let me. Oh, so you saying that Nipsey's biggest project being a more positive rap, it sold. So that kind of disputes. I I would say it disputed. Jay Z verse on, on uh, Nas and Jay Z's verses on the Khaled joints when they dropped them joints, it was huge. Then then Jay Z did the God did verse, huge. He did the four 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 album. Kendrick dropped the um. He now 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 okay. So this is not. We wouldn't consider this positive because we understand the nuance in it, right? It's more conscious. But Kendrick dropped his album this year, which was about, which was like a psychology. Yeah, a it, was, it was basically visit. saying how black men need to go to psychology or to, to go to therapy. We need to take therapy. therapy we need to, we that. need to take our like now that we're in a like us as black men, we're in a position where we can look at our mental health. We should do it. And you got JID dropping his his joint. You got you know. Um, uh, Cole dropping his joint. It's like people, quote unquote, positive rappers are dropping and they have fan bases. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I did a I did a joint with Ciroc. I did a show with Ciroc, and it's like she is somebody who I consider, you know, especially as a female rapper, she's super positive. She all like goddess and like we queens and all that type of stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying that's a positive rapper. You know what I'm saying she got hard bars. You know what I mean? Like uh, being a being a conscious. A quote unquote positive rapper don't mean that you don't have bars. I would say the the what sells and what doesn't sell because that's what the question is. Like we're not asking sell? we're not asking if it could sell. We're asking if if it positive does sell. rap if do, does sell. I think it, I think now, it would say it would I sell would, more than the negative rap because no, because when, when somebody who negative not even want to buy music. What? Like Lupe's fans, we for the most part bought drill music and Zion. Like regardless of him being independent, he never lost his his main fan base. You know what I'm saying? So we supported him heavy. To whereas like if you got like somebody who like, you know, it's kind of clear that 
artists pay for these views and these album sales and these charts and these billboards and all of the stuff that you see, right? So a lot of it is smoke and mirrors and fake. You know, so it's only really a few artists in the industry who really got money. You know what I'm saying? Other than people who like just signed a bunch of people. But it, a lot of them dudes is not really making a lot of money because niggas don't really support and streams and Spotify. This is an argument. <laughs> Spotify don't. This is, he's saying niggas don't pay for shit. Yeah, they're not paying for music. If I'm talking about drug dealing and getting out the mud, them niggas got your music out the mud, right? Okay, so <laughs> like, I would say, well, but then streams. But that's what I'm saying. Streams, streams is, don't pay nothing. I mean, streams don't stream, pay nothing, and then they got stream farms. So these niggas is hustling backwards. They paying. $5,000 for they thing to say 2 million on it. That's not too many people, million people that listen to your joint. Because when you go to see them at a show, ain't nobody there. So I would, as far as like what sells and what doesn't sell, I would say an argument to look at is what sells is a reflection of the society. Not to say that we're a monolith, but like... No, we, I agree with that. Like what sells in rap which is predominantly black so we're just talking about black people here what sells is a reflection of our society and i don't think black people are in a position to where they give a fuck about positive quotation marks around that positive rap not saying that we aren't getting there i feel like um the the kendrick's album is uh definitely a turning point for shit like that and we can start getting to where we can have more positively influenced rap or whatever. But I feel like right now, niggas just want some ass shaking their face. Well, the, well the, okay, here's... Because so that's, that's where their priorities is. That's my other thing. And rap is also really young, too. Don't forget that. Right. But would you consider Pitbull positive? I, I, I wouldn't consider Pitbull rap. I get that. But he's rapping on those songs. No, he not. Yes, he is. Listen Pitbull to me. be listen rapping. To listen to me. Pitbull be rapping. Listen to me. And, Listen to me. and he be Listen having bars. I don't know if he write them all. Pitbull started off as a battle But Pitbull raps, bro. He really, he really be rapping. Yeah, but those songs, songs, those songs ain't rap though. Those songs is pop, is, is pop music with a with a rapper on it. Like you know who he, you know what Pitbull but does. That's positive. Ain't Pitbull it? is the equivalent to that that one dude on Rebecca Black's Friday. Y'all remember that song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one black dude who had no business being in that fucking video about 13-year-old girls party on a Friday. Yeah, that was crazy. He wasn't even riding with them. What the fuck? It was a lot. That's what Pitbull does. Flowrider. Why are we having this conversation? Because these so are people you, I consider you, you positive to, rap. If I go to if I go to like you're not spring being break, fair. no, <laughs> you're not I am, I am, because you're, you're talking about what sales. Don't if nobody I go to, give a fuck if about flow. If I go to bro. spring break, don't nobody give a fuck who about buy, who's rap. buying rap though. Who no. buying it? Flow writer ain't selling. a rapper. We're not talking about flow writer. Bro, flow you writer. No, 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 no. Was Post Malone a rapper? No, he's appropriating rap. He's not a. He's not of. Us okay, okay, but I'm that's what, what I'm saying. I, what that's I'm just more nuanced. Saying, saying is, is Flow Rider. If I was to consider what I would imagine, bro, Flow positive rap to be Flow Rider is that kind of like hoppy, like that's pop. He's yeah, not rapping, it's pop. It's, it is pop, it, just because he, he's a rapper, but he's a rapper, but he ain't doing it no more. <laughs> like, what, what would positive rap be? Pop, wouldn't it? No! I, think, I think positive music, period. Listen, I think positive music, period, is pop. 
I don't think there is any such thing as positive music positive. other than pop because Boom. you can't have positive I got you. blues. I got you. Kick push positive rap. Yes, well, it depends sure. On what your definition of positive rap is also. We should probably like get into that first, and then you can really. I should have just got a mic. We, I know. <laughs> we, <laughs> we tried to. De- we we kind of tried before, to before before we even go for do us a favor. Introduce yourself. Yeah, we forgot to say who our special guest yeah. is, cuz Dante Williams from the from the oh. Yeah, say say yeah, who say who you are. Huh? <laughs> we keep it raw and gritty. Yeah, he's funny as hell. <laughs> I am Dante, also known as Genesis Cousin, mm-hmm. but from No Label the Podcast. You Instagram, feel me? Beyond prolific, all that shit. Photographer. Fuck yeah. You know, anything with a camera, I can do it. Yeah, make sure y'all check out the No Label Podcast. Yeah, man. He just said he was uh because they were popular porn soon, so. Yeah. so. <laughs> Yeah, you said anything with a camera. <laughs> I'm, no, so, so I'm just, so I'm just saying. I'm just let's, saying. let's break it down to what positive rap is, and I think that this is it's too nuanced to just say what one. So uh, maybe not break it down. Give examples of songs that you would consider yes, positive. One rap. of my favorite songs is by Tone Deaf. It's called Optimist. Okay. He he started off the song. I used to hate everyone and everything. To the world itself, even though when a portrait of health has been blessed with many things. Seems to me life has been beginning to take a splendid lead. Suddenly everything tends to lead negatively. But the song is called Optimist. Mm-hmm. And, after, and, and the hook goes, la, 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 life is wonderful. And I used to listen to that song when I hated everybody. To like make myself get into the zone of, you about to be around people. Whatever you got an attitude for, cut it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I I used to listen to that song to like offset how I really like the like the darkness of the city. You know what I mean? Like, so I consider that song, even though he's basically telling you, like, I really hate everything. You know what I'm saying? But I try to keep telling myself. Like the one of my favorite lines is he say, um, so jump regardless of the consequences, cause even on the night of the apocalypse, everybody's an optimist. That's one of my favorite lines in the rap song. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why wouldn't you want somebody who could have that type of skill to say something that could make you go, I'm going to have a good day? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it. Because people in the like comments... It depends on who the artist is that's preaching the positive shit, too. Yeah. Like J. Cole, one of his biggest songs ever is Truly Yours. That's a positive song. Everybody loves it. And he has a lot more songs that aren't positive, but those aren't as big as Truly Yours. Yeah, right? I don't want Lil Wayne talking to me about... Like shut the fuck up, Lil Wayne. What? But but what could Lil Wayne teach you though? Lil Wayne probably well, didn't. That's kind of the point that we making. What if What if Lil Wayne made an album about getting off of drugs? It's a lot of nuances, man. Okay, well you want to go there, right? Cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> try it. Try to try to find something better than that. No, I got I got it. Just trying to formulate. No, 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 no. Because y'all laughing and shit. Okay. Relapse didn't do good. Recovery, you could argue, is yeah. yeah. You could argue recovery is is that positive rap because he's talking about getting off of drugs and stuff, or did the black community reject Eminem at that point? <laughs> Eminem was already ousted by that point <clears throat> because of relapse. Yeah, and like we just start, we grew up and was just like, yo, I don't hate my mom. 
<laughs> like I think for the most part we always like nah. This is about when to I turn was into a different conversation. Nah, man. no, I know, like, no, I know, no, I, no, but, going, no but, but here, okay. What if Eminem put out a song and put out an album about reforming his relationship with his mom and Kim and like he did. Raising None of y'all his, listened to ra- it. Raising his daughter. None of y'all listened to it. All right, well, his daughter is bad now. She all right. None. Of, no. No one listened to. She just like a white girl. No one listened to his apology letter to his mom. Because no one gave a fuck about it. Because he made a song called Stepdad about him, like, killing his stepdad or something. But d- can people not change? Are I you the same person not, that you were 10 nah, years ago? I, I feel that song, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> nigga. It's just not everybody got a stepdad that they want to kill, you know? I mean, I guess, but point I'm trying to make is that at that point, people didn't give a fuck about it anymore. Now, it could be because, you know, people just don't like Eminem, but the point I'm trying to make is that there was a... All right, yeah, we had some banner record, and then it didn't record. It's entirely Corey's cousin's fault. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we're just going to get off of that part. But, positive rap. I just don't think... I don't think... Like, closing remarks, guys. I don't think it's fair, necessarily, to say positive rap. Like, like, I got to say, quote-unquote... Positive rap doesn't no, sound. I don't think that, like, that's, that, you're putting it in a box that it doesn't need to be put in. I never by even saying heard, positive and negative rap. Yeah, like, I've never even heard nobody be like, like, when I'm thinking of positive I don't know, I'm just hearing, like, MC Hammer. Like, like I can't even When I'm think thinking of positive like, rap, I'm thinking of the nerdy shit that don't nobody fuck with. Like, the Lonely Island. Yeah, right, but you, but it's like positive rap, though. It's yeah, like, like who's, because, because by that metric, what would songs like... Put your hands where my eyes can see. Like, what is that? Thinking, fall I was thinking under? about that too. Like, like Buster or scenario Missy or like and, uh, Jada Kiss yeah, Y. Yeah, like, where like, does yeah. where do those? You feel what I'm saying? Like Jada Kiss Y is like, like that's a song. Even even Soul Survivor. Like niggas came out the out was in jail, like prison, with that song. Like that was the anthem. You know what I'm saying? It's like for somebody who's in jail. Music in jail. Yeah, nigga. When, for somebody who's in jail, that's know. a I positive. <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that be considered a positive like joint yeah, soul survivor? I would consider that positive. Like, so, I would consider that positive. There's a song in there called Million While You Young. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. And and that, and that's kind of like certain lyrics that's in it where you may be talking about some unpositive shit. Yeah. The overall scope of the song is a positive song to me. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of why it's like you can't you can't just put. Something like that. Like I know he he probably didn't mean to yeah. by just saying you know this or whatever. But he probably when he thought of positive, he probably just meant something completely different. But but also I think it's also it says a lot about his perception of hip hop heads in a black community that he think that negative shit is what sells. Yeah, it's like and like it, that's it, your it, perception just, of us. Yeah, you it's, know? it's it's irresponsible to me because it's like Very. you got a bunch of people from your city who look up to you and who basically like. You know, who rap in, who don't talk about the same thing that you talk about. I mean, but that doesn't invalidate their experience. You know what I'm saying right. as a human, I'm saying there's a lot of stuff that a lot of people who've been through different things. You know what I'm saying like, I don't know. I just I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have worded that. I wouldn't have, you know even if I thought that way. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's a bunch of songs that I really love that ain't about planting trees, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? But freaking. You know what I mean? That's not that I can't, in certain moves, I don't turn certain songs on that I'm not, you know what I mean? That I feel like I'm more upbeat, you know what I'm saying? To make me want to do something or strive to do something. Even if it's a song where it's like, I came out the gutter, nigga, and I gotta, and I gotta make it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got to win. Like, even if it's that. Well, like, like, then you got to think about, like, Drake, you know? Where does that music fall? Positive. Yeah. Like, and that's why it's too nuanced. It's too nuanced. It's too nuanced yeah, to you just, can't just say positive. positive and negative. It's way too nuanced. Because mm-hmm. then there's artists that you can think of. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, the people who may not be, like, Watsky. Where does his music fall? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's not necessarily rapping about a struggle, but he's rapping. Yeah. Where does Where does allegory go? Yeah, in the book of Ryan from like Royce to Five Nine, like there's people who don't rap about selling drugs, or like who have put projects out that wasn't about selling drugs yeah. and all that. The song "Cocaine" by um, Royce, yeah, it's not a, a positive song. Not a positive song, but he in that song he talks about how his but it's got dad a got clean. I think what people got to realize is that hip hop at some point really lost a message. You feel what I'm saying? Like there used to be like. Even with movies, like, there used to be a moral to stories. There used to be, like, like, people used to tell stories, and it was, like, Little Rabbit Fufu was hopping through the forest, and he was bopping niggas on the head. And the witch came and said, stop doing that, or I'm going to turn you to a goon. The, the moral of the story is don't be hard-headed. <laughs> like, don't, when somebody tell you to do something or tell you not to do something, stop being a jerk and stop being hard-headed. There's a moral to that story. A lot of songs are just, like, I get money and I get girls and I sell drugs and I don't care about life. And that's the end of the song. <laughs> and, that, and, like, and that's every song. It's like every song is that. Yeah. It's like, what happened, though? What did you do to get there? Tell me about yourself. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like if you ever interviewed a rapper, they couldn't tell you nothing. They yeah. wouldn't be able to tell you nothing. Because it would just be like, oh, yeah, I got money. Yeah, uh, so where'd you grow up? Yeah, I got jewelry, too. So when do you think it became only about that? Lil Wayne? Nah, I guess I, I, bl- I have a theory, right? Um, Lil Wayne-ish. Lil Wayne... Cash is, Money. Is the, Cash Money Records. And like that kind of like... Yeah. When I, like I Master feel, feel P like Lil, and them was Lil hustling. Lil Wayne is the, not the sole reason. But I remember hearing his music when it came out when he was like had that run. You know, mm-hmm. that, that run, that legendary run. I was like, this is going to be the what ruins music. And when, <laughs> when he was rapping about nothing? Yeah, but like, I mean, he... When exactly do y'all say he was rapping about nothing? Oh, Carter too. He was. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I wouldn't. I didn't say he was rapping about nothing. I do. But I'm talking about the latter half of all of that shit. Like there was a moment where he was like, "I'm the greatest rapper alive," and for a minute we believed it. After that though, when he just started kind of like, like I think he started mumble rap. Like I think he was the biggest influence of mumble rap because he, he started saying too. a bunch of shit. There was, there was a time when he started saying a bunch of shit that just didn't really yeah, make sense. Have, Trapped in the maze. Yeah, and it didn't make any sense and then like eventually he just stopped caring about the way shit sound and it was a lot of uh, uh, in his songs and less lyrics. Mm-hmm. And um, then eventually Future came out. And uh, it was just like I'm not even going to say a word. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Future high. Man, look, look. I heard, I've, I've heard, I've heard a few uh, future songs because at first I used to like totally hate future, but like not too, not too long ago I listened to a couple of future songs. I'm like, I get why people like this. Yeah, it's easy. I do. I, I get why people like this, but even though, even if it's not my cup of tea, like even with Lil Wayne, I used to argue against people all the time. Lupe versus Lil Wayne, and for me it was like, first of all, back. In that time, when Lupe, I mean, when Lil Wayne, like, run started, I guess you could say, Lupe. they still did have to rap about something. Yeah, but that's like, why... They, it had to be a topic to Earlier, Lil like, Wayne was be way better concept. than me. Right. Like, the Carter 2. Yeah. Is, the, I was listening to I was listening to some of that shit the other day, and I was like, 
this is good. Yeah, even like, the mixtapes. Even the mixtapes. It's a couple of mixtapes. I always say Kyrie 2 is his best album, even though everybody says Kyrie 3, because that's the commercial one. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one where what you're talking about started as far as Lil Wayne. When he and was that. Mm-hmm. Whenever. Yeah, but, but the Drought series and the Carter 2, like. I remember the Drought. That, that yeah. first I remember the Drought. Happened, yeah. He was rapping. Yeah. He, he was yeah. rapping. Yeah. He had some shit. Yeah. yeah. And then he just stopped having shit after a while. Like, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But see, when I was listening to Lupe, it was like Lupe was doing songs like Little Weapon. You know what I'm saying? And he was About doing joints like, yeah, and Conflict Diamonds. You know, uh, the cool. He made the whole concept of the cool, which was like, for me, teaching like a young black dude, like, yo, it is, you don't got to be a drug dealer, man, to be cool. Like, you don't have to be a drug dealer and be out in the streets to pursue your dreams and be who you are. And like, I watched a few interviews with him recently from back in the day of him talking about what he wanted to put out as like an artist at the time. Because if y'all know, like his uh, manager is Chili, who was uh, the drug dealer who got, you know, 44 years in prison for dealing drugs. And they had the option when they were doing food and liquor, they had the option to put out some other songs, but he wanted to put out kick push because his, his man was about to go on trial and he didn't want them to think that they was doing this drug dealer rap music. So he put out kick push. Cause it was like, what do I want to put out into the world? I want to put out to the world that you could talk about other things and do other things. You could, you could be a rapper who skateboards. Cause that was, that was crazy at the time. Like everybody who's like, congratulating Lil Wayne right now from becoming a pro professional skater it's like man Lupe made a song and y'all dogged him for that (laughs) you know what I mean yo yo, it's so weird this is cool now this nigga this nigga Lupe um, and I know you know this I don't even know if we talked about it on the podcast but I would pay whatever amount of money to take his class that MIT MIT course I need to be there I would love to because I I saw the way that he introduced it and I'm like this is I would I would sincerely Ace mm-hmm. that class, yeah. That that because hour... hip hop is philosophy on some level, mm. and to be able to talk about it like that and then to come out of it a better lyricist because of yeah. it, that'd be fire, nah, he, bro. He, he dropped some gems in just that hour, exactly. And I was, Wait, like, it was an hour, amazing, yeah. Oh, I gotta watch that, yo. I'm it was an hour, you, it was like an hour and like a half because nah, I gotta, the, I gotta at watch the end, that. It was like 25 minutes of people asking questions. And people, some people ask questions that I always wanted to ask. Right. And it was just like, oh, that's I gotta what, watch this. That's what I'm I want to know. I want to know about an artist. And it's like, that's a positive influence that that man had Dude, on me. I, I remember Loaded Lux said one time, um, and it made me look at rap and battle rap completely different. Because he said, what we're doing now is going to be studied. It was such a, like, he just said it. And I was just like, yeah. Hold on. Mm-hmm. We look at Shakespeare. We look at, you know, all of these people who were come before us and we study their shit. And back then, they was probably just like, I'm about to talk about hoes. Yeah. But in a way <laughs> more poetic way. But we study that shit. Who's to say that 500 years from now, our battle raps won't be studied? Our rap music, lyrics, period. Rap lyrics won't. Song oh, lyrics, of course. Yeah. Because they're, by that point, rap will have aged more. Yeah. Rap will have gone through so many different changes. And you can go back to lyrics and be like, what do you think he meant by this? Yeah. And I thought that was beautiful. So the to the fact that rap is even in a well excuse me, a well known college. Like MIT is not just MIT is not school. just another school. That's, that's a school that yeah, that's, Iron Man that's not ECC. gave money yeah, to. That's not ECC. My man is in there really. But that's what I'm saying. That's what positive rap was, does. Even if he wasn't ECC, that's still fucking amazing. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. You see the different direction because, like, you think about even Jizza. Jizza is a, also a, a professor at Harvard, 
right? Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's a science professor. He, he does quantum physics. This is the dude from Wu Tang. They always called him a genius, hence the name Jizza. But it's like when you because I've always listened to all his projects, whatever. I'm a huge Jizza fan, and like he's somebody who I would say is positive rap. Wu Tang itself like, is positive rap. Yeah, to you know, to you a degree, to with the degree that like the the. the the wording came off they to me. That's what I was considering. Ice cream. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. beautiful. That is poetry, bro. <laughs> Are you serious? We're hanging a cut for real, niggas. What, Mister After Party? Your bitches want to fuck. Watch these rap niggas get all up in your guts. French vanilla butter pecan chocolate deluxe. <laughs> Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. Scooped in my ice cream truck. Who tears it up? Ice cold bitches melt down when in my clutch. They want a titty suck. Ice cream. Yeah. Come <laughs> like, on, bro. You feel me? That is that is important in my life. That's, that's poetry. That's, that's poetry, poetry, bro. Like that shit is amazing. That's not something that that didn't lead me down the wrong path. Yeah, I wouldn't suck some titties. Like I, I always love ice butter cream. pecans, and I'm like, yeah, this is what they're talking about. <laughs> So this is my point. My point is is that uh, to to wrap it up, okay? Because I know y'all <laughs> tired of hearing this. You know, we had the blizzard and all that. You know what I'm saying at first we Buffalo had won about, against the Bears and nobody gave a fuck because of we this had blizzard. a football game and we didn't even t- yeah. No one talked about it. No one gave a fuck I mean, about. We trashed the niggas. Yeah, we played horrible and put up 35. Yeah, that sh- says a lot. Chicago sent they win here, so we had to win there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, you know what I'm saying. I love all y'all, man. I'm happy that Buffalo survived that because that was crazy. It's wild to me that we went from from Silent Hill and now the, I, day after tomorrow. And now it's 50 outside. And now it's 50. It's like it's the summer to us. Yeah. Barely anything. You know, but we Not even it. a climate that snow could thrive in. Yeah. Listen, next time, stock up before that. Everybody, y'all get y'all food stamps. Yeah, we Every learn? time y'all get y'all food stamps, get 20 cans of canned goods. Every time. I don't care what you get. Just get 20 cans. Okay? They need to. Get non-perishables and do that. Because y'all get thousands of dollars in your food stamps. You know what I mean? So you can do that, you know what I mean, to prepare for this. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have no food and all that. If you got seven kids you ain't got no food, you then you like gotta reconsider kids. how you, you know what I mean, how you take care of your family. You don't like your goddamn kids. Yeah, for real. Make sure y'all got yourself together. Next time they say this is gonna be a storm and all that, man, pay attention to the forecast and go get what y'all need. Have a backup, have have stuff downstairs in a pantry or something, whatever you gotta do. And if your power go off and yo and you say your refrigerator don't work, you have a refrigerator outside. A freezer and everything. Yeah, that, that was one thing that I wasn't getting. When people saying their food, food went bad. I'm like, it's a it's snow Carve out there. Just out fucking the snow. Figure it out. And put your food in there. You know what I mean? Milk, fruit, meat, everything. It will French survive vanilla out butter there. pecans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'll be all right. All right? And, uh, you know, cut it out with the positive rap and the, you know, and the this is better rap because it's always talking about killing niggas. Because that's not true. I'm saying sometimes rap music, sometimes you need to just have something that can feel, people feel, something that hit people guts, man. I'm saying it don't always got to be, I want to kill a nigga. Sometimes it's just, I got the Queen City Blues. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. um, Go Bills, man. We about to, Cincinnati talking a lot of stuff. So 
you know, you might hear from us next week, and we're going to tell y'all that we had to smack Cincinnati too, but you know, <laughs> go Wildcats. <laughs> and it. <laughs> I love y'all people. And if y'all was out there looting, I'm not tripping. I'm just hoping whatever is C or gumballs y'all took ain't tripping. <laughs> Yo, you seen a lady get the gumball man tattooed on it? Good for yes. her. Amazing. That's it's sad. Beautiful. It's beautiful. This, this white people that stuff. That shit is legendary. Sign it with a tattoo gun. That shit is legendary. You know what that she gonna do legendary. after he signed it? She gonna go right to the police. <laughs> 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 Ultimate care, nigga. Yeah, that was a uh, that was legendary. All right, y'all. Um, be 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 safe out here, squad. Yeah.